take your divine and trusted life and start letting it just guide you. You realize that you picked this, right? That you picked this pain, that you picked these messages, that you picked this specific journey. It wasn't just like, oh, here's a little bouncing baby. There's nothing meant for this person. No, in no matter, no matter what religion, no matter who you follow as your God or your universe or spirit, like whatever, in every single, this is like the only repetitive thing when it comes to all of that is that you were selected You have a divine path that doesn't really change. The wording changes a little. But like, seriously, I formed you in the womb and I knew that this was your path. Come on. Are we going to start trusting that? Are we going to start listening to ourselves? Because my guess is... We already have the answer. My guess is you already know, right? And you might be shaking your head at me right now, but I am telling you, you know. You know. And now we just need to trust and start walking. Let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place and alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey, party people, how you doing? Uh, Today, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness. My greatest thing of probably the entirety of the show happened yesterday. And brace yourselves, good people, because it's big. Okay, so almost every day on the show, I reference bananas and pajamas, which was a childhood cartoon, but it's not even a cartoon. It's like real characters. Um, 
Anyways, it is a show that I grew up watching. And this is what you should know. Like the consistent little being that I have always been, I <laughs> made myself a schedule. Um, very similar to the clothing schedule that I kept myself. And I made sure that every morning at 5.45 a.m. I was awake Monday through Saturday, ready and up to watch Bananas in Pajamas. And, you know, I think that says a lot because for however many seasons that show was on, I was up and watching that and waking up every day and making that a part of my morning routine. And yesterday, what should arrive in the mail? But this bananas in pajamas shirt and i'm quite certain that it is not meant for real wear like i should not wear it outside of my house i definitely should not wear it as often as i envision myself wearing it and it's unfortunate that anyone would have that opinion of this shirt because i am going to wear it all summer long i am going to repel many many people and i am going to stand in my own truth and know that it will be okay we will repel the right people <laughs> um so my great thing is owning this bananas and pajamas shirt this was like my dream life and shirt. Um, and here it is, just living right here on my own body. Um, and it feels really cool because bananas in pajamas, in fact, shaped a good portion of my childhood, even though I think it was only on three seasons. I have read further and there was some sort of controversy as to why it was canceled because it was actually very successful. And I don't know. Why does that stuff happen? Why would anyone cancel a show called Bananas in Pajamas, which was just based on bananas? I will also say that there is some swag that is like drug referencing, which most childhood TV shows, people reference drugs in later references, but whatever. I don't know all of the controversial things behind Bananas and Pajamas. I will say Bananas and Blow as a t-shirt is strange to me. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, there were a lot of drug. It, it, found, it took me a little while to find shirts and things with clean non-drug references to this show. Uh, but I found them. And I now have a sticker on my computer that is both of these bananas that are in pajamas. And now I have my own Bananas in Pajamas t-shirt, which I will certainly be wearing to most of the inappropriate places this summer. And I will not feel bad about it. I'm not going to. I actually feel really great about it. And you should feel great about whatever it is that lights you up. It's so nostalgic and so cool to me. Um, also, the shirt is yellow and white, so on brand. But I love like bringing those references to this show because it's just funny to be like, you know, that is bananas and pajamas. Because quite frankly, it is bananas and pajamas. Most of life is bananas and pajamas. Okay? It's silly.
It doesn't really make any sense. Why would there be giant pajama bananas in matching pajamas running around living life? It's silly, right? But here we are. Someone imagined it. Someone created it. And they knew that it was going to reach someone and it was going to make a difference. Or it was, it was going to be something that they lived for every morning. And they created it anyways. Right? And so today, I'm standing in the truth of my commitment to Bananas in Pajamas. And I feel amazing about it. And whatever that is for you whether it's bananas in pajamas, hey Arnold, Rugrats, I don't know, did you have cable? Were you that level? Right, go for it, be about it, wear that vintage shirt. Um, We just only ever had local channels, so it was bananas in pajamas and... um, Tim, the tool man, Taylor, some home improvement, Tim Allen type vibes. Yeah, that kind of stuff, but just ABC and NBC and PBS. I think Bananas in Pajamas was on PBS. So a lot of Barney and Bananas in Pajamas and Sesame Street and stuff like that. But anyways, whatever your flow was, we never had cable. Ever. I think we finally got cable maybe my junior year of high school and I was never home enough to even watch it. But we never had access to any of that. Uh, <laughs> and even when we did, we were forced to come home. The kid down the street had cable and maybe he, did, maybe he didn't. I don't know, but I would have to come home before The Simpsons came on which that wasn't cable, but Simpsons came on at five and I would have to be home before the Simpsons came on because otherwise I would stay there and I would watch that. And that certainly was a devil show that I was not allowed to take in. And so I had to be home before it came on. Otherwise, certainly we would be sitting there and watching the Simpsons. And then my mother would probably have to conjure up some sort of, um, what is that called? Exorcism to get that devil that was planted by the Simpsons out of me. And so we didn't want to go down that path. So Hannah had to be home by five. Okay. That was a weird turn and it doesn't really make any sense, but here we are making a show that doesn't make any sense. Let's go. Uh, So my great thing is rocking my bananas and pajamas shirt. Okay. If there's a better life to live, I don't know what it is and I don't want to live it. Okay. All right. Uh, so go ahead and crown yourself in your own greatness. Is it that you got the coolest shirt in the whole world? Is it that you went for a walk yesterday? Is it that you took a nap and felt really good about it, even though, you know, you wanted to work and get all this stuff done, but you listened to your body? Okay, that may have been, that may have been specific to me. Okay, uh, yeah, just make sure that you're recognizing yourself for it, because at the end of the day, you are as amazing as you're willing to recognize yourself for. We can't get there if we don't say the things. Say the things. Okay, so today we're talking about we trust. Oh, we trust. And my husband and I watched a movie last night, which is actually pretty rare. Um, But yeah, we got to watch a movie 
most of it was uninterrupted, but at the end of the movie, there was like this bigger message of we trust. And it was actually a really good movie, and I can't remember what it is, but it was based on this person's death and his brother really struggling with, like, the spiritual understanding of why this person died, right? Because they were so amazing, and, like, it doesn't make any sense that they would be taken from us. And I don't know. Yesterday, I was just hit with a lot of, like, life-ending messages, And um, I actually shared a, I think it was a Mark Twain quote um, about how someone living their life fully isn't scared of death, right? However, it's going to end. They know that they are living right in this present moment and that they have fully lived. So there's no fear there anymore. And then I get this movie that I didn't pick, but, you know, certainly... (sighs) spirit someone someone picked this movie out weird anyways so they're talking about this life that ended too soon and this misunderstanding of why or what caused that and why him and why all these things and they talk through that this whole time and then at the end there's just this big message of we trust right and i I know that this movie was not made specifically for me, specifically in this moment, um, specifically to deliver this message to me, but this is your job, right? Interpret the world as it comes to you. These things don't just happen by chance. Hannah doesn't just stumble upon this Mark Twain quote yesterday, get hit solidly right into the whole entire heart, which inevitably sunk my heart down and out of my body and down and into the chair that I was sitting in. And I had to like physically pick it back up and place it right back where it belongs. But I was like, whew, that hit me hard. And so I had to share it and put it out there. And then the next thing that flows in is a very similar message. But at the end of the day, it's just all based on the trust and the knowing that you're in the right place and you're doing the things. This is all supposed to be playing out this way. And I know that that's such a hard thing to stand here and claim. Right? Like, because why would there be pain? And why would there be suffering? And why would lives end? And why would we go through this? And I'm reading a book right now on, I don't even know what it's called, but basically just like energetic balance and how that works. And in it, she talks about, which specifically she talks about today, like, you choose your path. Before you get here, you're choosing that path. Right? So whatever that looks like for you, there's a reason that you're experiencing that. And usually those things, and I've heard this a lot, those things that you keep encountering, right, are things that you're supposed to help the world heal from. And so in my instance, and actually a friend earlier this week brought this up, like you keep being delivered this message that you're not good enough, that you'll never be enough, that it's not going to work, that you, you can't do that. Right. And that it's too big or that you would never be able to do that or fill in the blank. Right. What is that trying to tell you? And I think right here, you know, like I don't 
I don't believe in impossibilities anymore. I just don't. I don't believe that that's real. And my goal in all of this is just to prove that to everyone so that they even get a semblance of hope for their own lives, right? And play it all out in front of you so that you can see what it looks like to start at ground zero and and build your life back, right? And give every single semblance of an ounce of energy trying to save yourself from what it looks like to live a life with no real purpose or understanding or value. Like, to live a life without dreams because other people put their disbeliefs into you is something I want to rid everyone on. Like, too bad. You don't believe in it? Yeah, you don't believe in it. You don't hear all the things that are going through my head. And even if a billion people say no, there might be two that say yes. And I'm going to go ahead and bank everything I got on those two. And I'm going to go ahead and build everything I can build for those people. If I can even help one person, then it will have been enough. And I already did. And we're going to keep going. Why? Because I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, there are going to be points in your life where you are going to just trust. Trust yourself. Trust what you're being told. Trust that you don't know how this is going to play out, which path you're supposed to take, how long it's going to take, where you're going to end up, but you are going to keep moving in that direction because we just trust that it's all going to work out, that this all makes sense. I can't tell you why it was a podcast. I can't tell you why it was daily. I can't really tell you why any of this. Now looking back, I can play out why that makes sense and why this this plays perfectly into where we're going and and all of that, but I I can't remember what it was. But I knew that I just had to trust that there has always been this call for something bigger, for something more, for something of impact. And more than just like downstream impact of Hannah put up a cool billboard and one person came into the doctor's office as a result and I never got to know that. Like more than long downstream impact, like literally shape and help people change lives. Hannah, change lives. How are you going to do that? I don't know. But here you go. Follow your feet as they play out in front of you and then just trust. Trust that everything that comes in your path is meant to take you and shape you and mold you and move you where you're supposed to go. And yes, even if you're standing in anger or in pain right this second, there is something there. 
And this isn't like the toxic, positive, like, oh, YOLO, you, you know what? It's all for good. It's all for good. It's all meant to do something, right? It's not that. Feel those bad feelings. Feel what you need to and pull what you need to from that situation because there is something that you're supposed to do here. And unfortunately, or fortunately, a lot of those things, right? A lot of those things are repetitive and you'll continue to experience that pain until you pass that test or until you have built your strength so much that you can even carry the weight for other people, that you have encountered so many no's or so many impacts of what it feels like for someone to tell you that you can't do that or that you can't live that dream or fill in the freaking blank, right? You've experienced that so many times that you know that it doesn't actually matter, right? And you can help guide other people through that. Or I don't know, what is that thing for you? Because as spirits, <laughs> we go ahead and like, in my mind, set up our lives for this. We're like standing there and we're going, oh, okay, you know, I think that I want to overcome fill in the blank. Okay. And like, I really want to overcome it. And so you even pick how intense the struggle is, right? You even pick how strong you're going to have to be, how big of a life you're going to lead as a result of this. Like you pick that. And so this reason, right, that you feel this burning in your stomach, like there is something here. There is something that I'm supposed to do. There is a thing and I can't explain it. I can't explain why I keep listening to this podcast because this bitch is crazy at this point. But like, I keep being called back because I know that there's more. I know that there's something, right? I know that there's something big that I'm supposed to do. And I can't, I can't explain it, but I want to find it and I want to go chase it. And I want to stop saying no to it because it feels good when I say yes to it. Whatever that thing is, right? It feels good and I want more of that. And how do I get more of that? And how do I do more of that? And maybe this helps in some sort of crazy roundabout way, but it just like keeps your focal point there and keeps pushing you towards that. And you quit giving up on your dreams and you start going after them, right? And you start listening to that call and you start building your way there, whatever that is. And you know, I think, honestly, the hardest part is that a lot of people are going to turn away, you know, and I, I want you to know that in that moment when people turn away or they say that it's dumb or that you're crazy or that whatever, right? Because that's how it's going to sound because you're just going to be going purely off this feeling because usually there's going to be no physical proof that you're supposed to do this thing. It's all up in your head or it's all in, you know, universal signs or it's all in whatever. But as you're piecing that puzzle together, you're going to start to communicate that. And unfortunately, people are going to turn away. 
And I want you to know that it's not because you're bad. People are going to turn away and it's not because you are bad. And that's actually even worse. Right? Like you think that, oh, good, that means I'm not bad. Right? It actually means other people are. Right? Like if you're a light and people turn away from your light or you're even attempting to find your own light because you lost it and people turn away in that process... It doesn't actually say anything about you at all. And then you're going to want to save those people. And you can't. And I love that you want to. I really do. Because trust. (laughs) Hey, I've been trying to dive into the deep end for a while. But you you can't. You got to save yourself first. And I tried to bring a lot of people on. And it just might not happen for a little while. And it's okay. It's okay. But I want you to know that you are not bad. (laughs) You are not bad. And the harder pill to swallow will be that it probably means other people are. Or they want bad for you. But not Because you're bad because of what they see in themselves. And when you go chase after something and they don't, right, it's hard. It's hard. Okay. But I think at the end of the day, like, you just have to trust. You have to trust what you know. You have to trust that there is going to be some beauty in all of these things playing together. It's beautiful. Right. And yesterday when I posted that quote, that Mark Twain quote, I really got into this deep place where I was thinking like. At some point when you start coming into your full expression of self, of call, of what you're here to do, there becomes this like. Light and sort of like flat line to your being. That's the best way that I can describe it. Whereas like, you just don't go on super highs or lows anymore. You're just level. You just are. And when you start to walk on that path, um, (laughs) you just know, right? That like, your reaction to any given thing isn't really necessary because you have this understanding that it's all playing out as it's supposed to. And that's not to like say that you're not going to feel things and drop into low places, but you, you bounce back a lot faster because you're able to actually process emotions at a higher level in understanding. And I think that's just 
the trusting and the knowing and there's so much like this angst that we carry within ourselves that's like it has to be done this soon it has to be done this way it has to look like this i have to get guidance from someone none of those things are true like you actually have every single answer inside of you and the moment that you stop looking outward is probably the moment that you start connecting with what you're actually supposed to do and where you're actually supposed to go. And that's just that higher level of trust that it's all happening for a reason, that there are things that are being played back again and again. There are tests that you're going on in those tests, the ones that have come up from like birth, right? That you keep seeing in new relationships, that you keep seeing in new conversations. Those are the things to key in on. Not even because you're supposed to heal and release them. There's a chance that you are supposed to help other people with that thing too, right? And, you know, when I was reflecting on that quote, I just realized that, like, some of us are just seed planters. And once we step into full expression and we plant the seeds that we're supposed to plant, even if we aren't around long enough to watch them grow, and some of us are blessed to do that, and some of us aren't, but like, even if we're not there to watch them, some people's jobs are just to plant, you know? And then they were supposed to touch certain people, and those certain people are the ones whose lives are meant to like ensure that that tree grows, ensure that those seeds keep spreading, right? And I think that that's so beautifully poetic in a sense, because how, how could someone be like so in tune with what they're supposed to do so early on. And that's what I was taking from this movie is like, how is someone that developed that early on and that in tune with like how life was supposed to work? And I think that that's why the brother was so angry because he got it. The, his little brother got it and had it so early on that like, think of all the things that he could have done. Well, that wasn't his brother's job, right? His brother's job was to be that person and to show everyone what it looks like to live like that and then let those people go do on his behalf, in his name, right? Because they learned from him and they were lucky enough to. And so I don't know. To me, it's like you never really know why. Why that moment? Why that death of a dream? Why? Why? Why would that even be the name? What a weird name, right? But like, you know. You know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is and what it's meant to be. And we spend way too much of our lives 
pretending like we don't. You know. It's easier to say you don't. It's easier to say that you need that next course, or you need that next thing, or you need that before you can move forward, but you know. And we just have to do the best job we possibly can, trusting. Trusting that this is all playing out the way that it's supposed to. Trusting that even the painful things are here to guide and help and move. But so often we take that pain, we turn it into something that can get us attention, right? And then we live in that world. And I want us to let go and just start trusting. Stop holding on and start trusting and start looking and listening and watching for the seeds that have already been planted in us and start taking those out and spreading them. And if more of us do that in life, we'll get there faster, right? To this beautiful utopian existence. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at The Death of a Dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast, um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.